our top story. It is our top story, which is good help is hard to find. I quit. Is that being heard more and more in all kinds of industries right across Canada, especially as things begin to reopen? There is no statistical evidence of a mass exodus of people saying I quit in Canada just yet because we don't have the stats on it. But the trend already appears to be taking shape in the United States. According to the U.S. Department of Labor stats, the share of U.S. workers leaving jobs in April is 2.7 percent. That doesn't sound like a lot. But that is a jump from 1.6% a year earlier, and it is the highest level in more than 20 years of people just saying, forget it, I'm out of here. You take this job and shove it after all this pandemic thing. I'm not coming back. Is that coming here? What does it mean for us? Deanne Brisbaugh is with the Retail Council of Canada. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me about the impact of a labor shortage on retail as we begin to reopen? Well, it is the number one issue that we're paying attention to. You mentioned some American statistics, and we're watching those very closely. But to operate a retail store or a chain, you need not only the folks in the, on the front line, meaning in the stores, but you need them in your warehouses, distribution centers, and the like. So we are concerned with what we're seeing in the U.S. and uh, watching it very closely in Canada. What, what, to your estimation, is behind a potential reluctance for employees to return to their previous jobs? Well, one of the things we're hearing right now, especially with frontline, is the whole issue of health and safety. And it's going to become even more challenging as all the provinces loosen their restrictions, where, for example, uh, masks will no longer be mandatory. They will be encouraged. And so that has created uh, quite a bit of angst and challenges for retailers as they try to bring employees back. And add to that those who couldn't wait any longer for retail to reopen and who've moved to other sectors. So those two are creating labor pressure and labor shortages right now. But it's a new world. Uh, Employees are looking at different types of benefits, um, where they work, when they work. And so it's going to be a challenge. And retailers are paying attention to this because they need to adapt very quickly to make sure they can attract employees. Does this automatically translate into higher wages? And I understand, you know, benefits can come in many different forms, but at the end of the day, it's a cost for the employer uh, who then has to pass that on to the customer. Uh, Absolutely. However, saying that, if there is a labor shortage and if um, folks are saying, I'm not going back to that job and it becomes difficult to recruit, there will be pressure on compensation, and not just wages, but also benefits, because we're hearing many young employees, especially young employees, saying, you know, I want flexibility. These are the kind of benefits I want. Uh, And because there's a lot of competition in the marketplace, that is something retailers will have to deal with, regardless of the impact on their bottom line. 
Deanne, look down the line a little bit for me here, because it does appear, obviously, we've seen the stats in the United States, and, and we mm-hmm. see it in the U.K. as well, and there's no reason to believe it's not coming here. But once we get past this initial labor shortage, what's on the other side of it? Do you see that as being endemic for a long term and, you know, two, four, five years? Or does it crash and burn after a year or so uh, as things begin to sort of, you know, rebound from the rebound, if you, if you will? Uh, it's, it's an amazing, it's an incredible question because that's what we're discussing right now with HR, human resources professional and different companies, not just in retail, but in the service sector, to try to understand if this is a change that will, in fact, be embedded in the future of work, or if this is just kind of a post-pandemic reaction. I'll tell you that based on my conversation with many retail operators, they believe this as the pandemic has changed. Uh, the nature of work forever. And so this is not a one year. This is um, a three, five, and maybe very much a 10-year phenomenon that we're seeing. And and, and is that just in terms of working conditions and if people say, look, if I can work remotely, I'm going to do, you know, the whole idea of flex work. I mean, in a a retail store, I'm thinking about, you know, the small retail store that I took my my sons to to go shopping over the weekend. It was great to go into a store and and buy something from a local merchant. But that local merchant is having difficulty actually getting, you know, people to be in that store and front-facing and help with sales. Uh, The greatest challenge will be for small to mid-sized retailers. And what they will need to do, and look, the good news, a lot of folks want to work in retail. And it's an opportunity for many new Canadians to get work experience as well as with students. What the smaller retailers are starting to understand is that they're going to have to be, they have to be flexible in the kind of compensation and benefit package they're offering. So one size does not fit all. You have a couple of employees, you need to be flexible in the types of benefits uh, that you're offering because it has become very individual. So a single mother or parents with young kids at home, um, a student. So that is where the complexity is. But retailers um, are very good at finding ways to recruit and retain. They will need to focus on being flexible and also continue to invest in training. With young people enjoy the fact that they get training on the job because they understand how important it is. Well, it is something that we're going to have to keep our eye on, especially as we begin to reopen. I think we're going to, after next week, really see the impact of this, aren't we? Yes, definitely. It will be interesting also to see in the fall as students go back to work uh, or to school, I should say, uh, and that may create even more challenges for the retail sector. So Mm -hmm. we're crossing our fingers. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you being on. My pleasure. Thank you. That is Dan Prisbaugh with the Retail Council of Canada. Of course, you doesn't take a genius to draw a pretty straight line between increased costs for employers in terms of any kind of benefit, the difficulty of getting employees, and increased costs for you as the consumer. So, you know, we have seen stats that show that Canadians, you know, have a pretty big a pretty big COVID nest egg, you know, that's 
you know, the cash that you've been shoving out into the mattress and sticking in your sock for the last year and a half because you haven't been able to do anything other than just, you know, go online and buy sweats. You can only buy so many, only, you only buy so many pairs of track pants, really. So all that, you know, that cash that Canadians have, it's, you know, now as we begin to reopen, there's going to be a push to like, let's get it out there. And, and like anything in terms of economics, the supply and demand, and you got all of this cash going through a fairly narrow hose with limited in terms of labor on the other side to be able to facilitate the purchases. And what is that going to do? It's going to drive up your costs. And you're going to have to just be patient, I think. I think that's the bottom line. And, you know, at the end of the day, these are all pretty great problems to have.